All right, everyone. So we are excited to be here today. I am Bonita Saldana, owner and director of the Students Lab Dance Studio in Avondale, Arizona. And today I have with me Zaren Meunier, the company team's director at the Students Lab. And we are excited. We're going to jump into a topic that is, I don't, I don't want to say taboo, but it's a topic that, you know, we deal with parents every day, all day. I mean, that is the heavy part of our job. Um, obviously, yes, as far as educating the students, once the studio doors are open, um, then it's go time as far as our, you know, being educators and teachers. But there's a lot that goes on with the interactions of our dance families prior to that. And so the topic that we want to really discuss and kind of share or speak on a little bit from owner teacher, you know, viewpoint, as well as, of course, company director, teacher, just, you know, from from both viewpoints, the involvement of parents and how this is either going to lead to the success of your dancers or it will lead to the failure of your dancers as well. Um, no matter how, you know, you want to kind of lay it out. I mean, that it really is the truth of the matter. So um, so it's kind of a touchy subject, I think, too, because we have all kinds of, you know what I mean? We have all kinds of different families, all kinds of, you know, um, different parents as you, and dancers, of course. I mean, um, and we really see the impact of families that, you know, that are, I guess, more have stronger communication yeah. and basically kind of have things in order, have their their life in order, their family in order, um, scheduling in order, and just all of those things that lead to a successful student, successful dancer, successful, you know, um, I guess all of those. Yeah. And then we also see the impact of the lack of that, where there's, you know, um, there isn't a tight-knit form of communication. Mom doesn't know what dad's saying. And, you know, we don't know if the right arm's going left or the left arm or whatever. It's like, you know, the communication is just kind of off. And I think now talking about it, I feel like the communication is probably crucial or yeah. is one of the going crucial. competition season for sure. Yeah. And all that trickles down into their kid. Because mm -hmm. when, whether it's mom or dad or both parents, the communication is off or they don't understand. And, you know, parents always want to be, seen in their child in their child's eyes is like okay i have everything together you know they're looking up to me for guidance so if you don't know what's going on in your dancer's life they're gonna feel the same way like i don't know what my schedule is i don't know what's happening oh my parent got me here late now they're flustered and yes it is a touchy subject but i think it's so important because once these kids graduate there's essentially that's that's kind of it for the studio life so you're trying to raise them to be well-rounded i always refer to them as young adults even my juniors who are 10 and 11 i'm like okay you guys are young teens young adults you're, this is what i'm trying to instill so when you leave you can be a well-rounded individual so that also comes back comes back from having well-rounded parents to be mm -hmm. involved but not so heavily involved that your kid can't breathe because there's such a tight you know hold yeah. on them they okay. do have to be responsible and start building that responsibility at a young age and that's where i think this conversation is definitely needed because Sometimes I'll get emails from parents, okay, how do I go about this situation? And I never thought like, oh, they really do value and, you know, need the education of like, how do I, you know, be a decent dance parent? And some yes. are, you know, I don't think there's ever like a perfect dance parent, but there's definitely um, just a way to groom your child and groom the dance families into helping them develop as responsible adults when they get older. And that's what this whole, you know, it takes a village to raise a kid um, comes about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
So I'm going to just talk a little bit about my, I guess we can just kind of share yeah. about, let's, let's just share about our upbringing with our parents quickly, I guess. And we can just share and then, and then I'll turn into my, how I feel as a, as a mom currently. Oh, yeah. Cause now. Cause yes, I am now a dance mom. <laughs> you lived it. Now you are it. So yeah. yeah. Let's, let's I'm like, that. Hmm, what did my mom do? Good and bad. No. <laughs> um, but, but I mean, that's kind of the truth of it. And, and as you get to that, um, you know, you get to that time in life, it's pretty interesting. I literally had just asked my mom this recently, believe it or not. Um, I asked her how she got me into dance and why she kept me in dance. I was really curious. I the same thing. I don't know why. I was just like, why did you put me in dance? Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, I was really, and because no, I mean, she's got 10, 10 brothers and sisters. Not one of my cousins or anybody else like close to me mm -hmm. was in that you know, had that type of environment, yeah. had that opportunity, um, or even education. Like, that's why I'm thinking too, like you kind of have to know someone or something or whatever, and then to continue through it from three on, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Is a commitment on its own. It's not, you're not just dabbling or starting here and then yep. stopping there and going, which is very common too. But I mean, there was a commitment from my mom keeping me in for my whole childhood. Yeah. So and at that studio too, because that's another conversation. Well, that's, <laughs> I went to a few different studios because oh, okay. I moved, mm -hmm. you know, but, but still, I mean, I was, I mean, very committed wherever I was at. Um, but the, basically what she told me was it was a coworker. She had a coworker that knew, you know, was new dance or had her daughters in dance. And she was like, oh, you have to get Bonita in like, she, they'll, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, so then that's basically where I started first, um, with a studio here. Some of you may know, but dance connection, they're still around now. Um, my first teacher, I now see at competitions. It's really, really a cool conversation and stuff to have with her. But, um, but, but then just as I'm, as growing up, growing up in, you know, in the studio, knowing that I didn't really fall in love with dance till I was about 15 oh, and my mom, yeah, I know. Right. I was, I mean, I enjoyed it and I was good at it. Not like the best until later, until yeah. I was like decided that was what I was going to do. Then forget it. Then it's like you, when you're, when you know, that's what you want, that's you're it. You know what I mean? No one can tell you yeah. anything. It's kind of like whatever. Um, but my mom was not a hang at the studio mom at all. She, we talked about this yep. before. Our moms were not, they like, were not, there you go. Yes. My mom <laughs> was very, very supportive. I was at all my competitions. We traveled, we, you know, have, I was, did the Macy's day parade when I was 12. I had like auditioned for it and you know, my whole family went to New York and I mean that, that's what I'm saying. Like even those experiences thinking, looking back, like, wow, like I got to experience and do a lot of things, but my parents were super supportive. My dad, not, not in the sense of financially supportive, a hundred, a hundred percent, but definitely, you know, and that's kind of common. We don't see a ton of dance dads, um, that are here, but we know all of the ones that are mm -hmm. here because they are like the dance, they're like the coolest ones, right? That are here and, and involved in, you know, and they have a very special different relationship too. Um, but majority of the fathers, they are working and, you know, and whatnot. And, and just not, I think, cause it's a more of a girl in that yeah. aspect and girls, they just aren't as connected with it. But, um, but I'm very thankful that 
you know, my mom, yes, I was driving at 16. By then I was, I drove myself to the studio. I was Same. very independent. Yep. You know, I communicated everything with my mom, but she was, you know, my parents were also working and also very busy and wanting, you know, us to, yeah, step up and, and figure it out and have a voice and fail when we, you know, yep. when things, we when that happened or whatever. And just, yeah. so I think that that, no, I'm not saying that's the best thing. I'm not saying your mom shouldn't be here like my mom or anything and, like yo, that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but there is great, uh, you know, growth and independence. I can say for myself at those young ages that we see even with young dancers. Now we talk about it. Like some of our students that come in that are 16 and managing all of their own, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Their own emails, their own, oh, just tell me. And they're on it. They're yep. not missing anything. And then dad, mama payments due today for this. I need to know, like I have competition. This has to happen. I need these shoes. I need yep. this or whatever. And they get everything, but we're not actually talking with mom, mm -hmm. you know, the, the student. So, um, but, but I mean that, so go ahead, share a little bit. I was going to, we'll jump to a different topic, but share a little <laughs> bit about like your, your upbringing with the studio and your parents too. So I started dancing at seven. Um, my mom enrolled me at our local dance studio. Um, and I guess like, as I got older, um, the owner and my mom knew each other, like knew of each other. They went to the same college. So they knew of each other in, in Riverside, California. That's where I'm from. Um, and my mom, when I asked her recently, why she put me in dance she's like well i've always wanted you to be a dancer but i just wanted you to have your own interest for it so that's another thing obviously mm -hmm. another another topic yeah i see some with you know some of these kids who have the heart for it and then also the ones like where their parents kind of just push them into it it's okay to let your kid find their niche it's okay for them to you know not like something or it, it develop later um but just in that sense i love that she let me start at the age that i did um, because it was something that I wanted to do and she had the heart for it and she was a dancer she was the I think it was drum drill major where they're like with mm -hmm. the band and everything mm -hmm. yeah uh, marching band at her high school and she was also a cheerleader so she loved everything about that and wanted to do that younger now with that being said it's she wasn't a mom that was living vicariously through me by mm -hmm. any means because sometimes you see that too and yeah. that's when those kids get entered in so many competitions and then that's when you know the burnout comes and then mm -hmm. obviously we're going to talk about that later but um, she started me off with just ballet and tap and then from there added on like as my interest grew um, and she wanted it to be something she also thought that me starting at a young age would kind of burn me out later so that's also why she waited for it to be my interest yeah yeah um so then i i don't think i started it started i loved it but i don't think it necessarily clicked for me until later in high school too where i was like okay if I want to get better, I need to do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. I can't just float and, you know, be in the, you know, there's nothing wrong with being in the back line, but teachers do see, you know, if you're invested in something, we're going to move you up. We're going to see like mm -hmm. your hard work. And I oh, was yeah. the dancer at the time where I was like, oh, this is too hard. I don't want to try this. And then oh, yeah. as I saw other peers moving in that direction, I was like, wait, okay, I want this too. Yeah. And so that's why I said, I think, and that comes with maturity. Mm -hmm. um, but my mom at the same time, she was the one saying, don't you need to stretch? Don't you need to do that? So she was extremely, and not, not was, she still is very supportive and everything especially me teaching now and she's seeing me live out you know everything that mm -hmm. she invested emotionally spiritually and financially yeah because parents oh, yeah. also want to see that okay if i'm investing this i want to see it play out in the future sure um so i don't think it really clicked for me until high school where i like took it seriously and you know really started growing the responsibility and i mean like i want to say i was around 15 or 16 too yeah um and then i started competing in high school and then i started doing cheer and i was able to do both but at the same time, I started driving, I had a license, mm -hmm. my parents were letting me use their car, so I became responsible as more responsibilities were put on me. Yeah. And that came from my studio teachers, 
um, peers, being able to be president of different um, functions and clubs that we had at the studio, which yeah. was also helpful. So my mom saw that and obviously, and I'm an older child too, so it kind of helped play into that. Um, but going into that, she also allowed me to fail. She also allowed me, well, you should have been stretching. That's why you're not, you know, in this piece or you should have been practicing your dances. Didn't miss so-and-so say that you had, you know, this to do. So you really do as a parent need to let your kid, you have to allow them that space to grow. Yeah. And that pushed me. And I think that's where the maturity and the love for the, for dance really clicked in. And then I took some hip hop classes and I was like, Oh, I like this. And then, you know, started developing <laughs> yeah, yeah. more, more styles and trying different things. Yeah. And my mom hustled, my dad hustled and mm -hmm. they never, they never said no. They said, well, basically when I was like, can I have an allowance or can I do an extra sports? They're like, look, you have one. So <laughs> no, they're like, this is your one investment. <laughs> yeah. um, but with that being said, they, they never allow, like if this is something that their kid wanted to do, they were fully invested. Mm -hmm. um, my mom also, just like your mom, was not the typical stay in the studio. She also just didn't have time. Like I have a yeah. brother who's four years younger than me, so he was doing baseball and all the other things. Yeah. So my parents were hustling all the time to make sure that their kids were happy with the sports that they chose. Um, but you best believe she was at every recital. She yeah. was a stage mom. She was at every competition, yep. whether she had to get up at six in the morning for the next weekend. And you know, those competition weekends are long. Yeah. Yeah. So she was there and I love that she was supported from afar because I always knew she was going to be there. It yeah. was like, okay, Hey mom, I've been working hard on this. I want to show you this. So that yeah. love, but you liked your space and you liked, absolutely. yeah, for sure. For absolutely. Sure. And my dad was, was amazing with, um, you know, hustling and making sure that I got to, well, I wouldn't say all the time. I was, I was late sometimes, but um, <laughs> he was definitely the, the dance dad where pick up, drop off. And yeah. that, that's okay. But it was also, he didn't really understand, Yeah, you know, dances a little bit more towards the female aspect. And so like, you know, my brother had basketball Sports. on track, so yeah, he same. was there for that. My mom was there for this, but yes. at recitals, they were there together. So um, yeah. that was also nice. But I also loved the buildup and anticipation of like, I get to show cases to my dad. Yes. Um, at the end of all that. But I also see some dads who are coming into our studio and I think that's a beautiful thing. And I always encourage and like try to make conversation with like, this is awesome. You're invested yes. in this aspect of your daughter's life or your son's life. For sure. So, for sure. um, the space was good though. No, yeah, sure. definitely. So I think, um, now like, I guess just even talking about our, you know, some of our families and our experience here with, um, with our dance families. But what we can, what I can say is, you know, we've got everything at the studio from dancers that come once a week to yeah. dancers we see every day. And of course, the ones that we see every day, we know the parents more, yep. we're having more conversations with them. Um, they for sure are, you know, they're very invested in what they're coming here for in terms of training and development and all of that. And, um, and I think by obviously by default, then we, you know what I mean? Our relationship is very different with those families too. But what I can say is for every single dance parent out there, and I, and I think it crosses over into other, any, anything that your child's involved in it. Yes. We're talking about dance cause that's what we know and that's what we do. Um, but the parents, you know, the attitude is crucial yes the you know they're the of course support and that yes is financial of course i guess with anything being able to support financial and then being able to support 
with um you know punctuality like getting mm-hmm. them here on time and when they get here that they're not flustered and they're not they don't have anxiety and they're not yep. stressed out or they're crying i mean we've seen it all yeah. you know what i mean and so then we're like what's happening something's happening at home what happened or or whatnot you know even you know families that may be dealing with different things at home we see it the we kid walks see, yeah. in and we see it and, and then they don't we're, have to even say anything they don't have to say anything and so you know regardless and and as parents i can just say this like as a parent and you know i'm sure every parent knows this when we're dealing with things you always have to try and put on the face or put yep. on the everything and i don't want to say put on but we know and we believe everything is going to be fine and we do trust and we know that and I don't know that everyone feels like that or may not share that same spirit, but that definitely, that weight, whatever weight the parents are carrying, that weight does transfer to the child. Yeah. Then the child comes in and then, you know, it just keeps going. It's just a, you know, it's kind of like the domino effect. So, you know, I just think like with, you can just see children that are happy. You can see children that are coming in where things are together, yeah. things are, you know, in under control, mom you know mom and dad are again back to communicating and the child is showing up with what they're supposed to have on that's yep i mean yes there does back to there gets to a certain age where the child should know the kid the young adult should know what they need we are really hard on our company dancers about that even if they're young they need to know we we do have a very high level of expectation for our company kids um but you know our once a week kids that are coming in but we still want them to look right. We want them to come in yeah. looking correct. We want, and, and we need the parents to be helping with that, you know? Yeah, if you, it's like, if you're going to invest in them to come in and do the lesson, then yeah. we're not, then why would you do it half? Why yep. would you bring them in with not, with their hair not pulled back so mm-hmm. they can actually focus and learn correctly without water? Cause yeah. you know, they're going to sweat and you know what I mean? So little things, it's like, do you have X, Y, Z? Like, and, and that's all on the parent side too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I mean, literally for us to get out of our house every single day, there is a massive checklist, you know what I mean, in our brain, more more mom's brain. But, um, you know, and it's like extra right now. I mean, I have a three and five year old, so it's like extra underwear, extra pants, extra, you know, it's cold out. We need jackets for both. What else do you have? What other activities are today? Okay, you know, you're just going to grandma's great. Then it's homework and it's flashcards or, you know what I mean? There's, it's it's a lot, there's a lot. So then you add on dance and you Mm -hmm. add on sports or, you know, and then some, we're not talking about maybe one child, some some parents out there have four or whatever, but- Very big, happy family. (laughs) Yes, but that's also, you know what I mean? No one's, no one did that to you. <laughs> no, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> no, anyway, no, um, but, but you know what I mean? So it, it's not to say like, cause someone, someone would be like, oh, well they only have one kid. And then like, so I can be yes. all over the place. I have four. No, I'm like, my cousin has six and she is on it. So, yeah. so again, but it's just, I think those are all choices too. And you either, you either spread it thin or you figure out how mm-hmm. to manage and and basically, you know, it's just management back yeah. to it. Like you have to manage your household just like anything else. So um, so I just think, you know, with parents and I and I specifically I remember talking through one family. They've been with us forever. We love them. They they're just awesome. Um, and we were dealing with a lot of late. I mean, this dancer was showing up late almost every day. Mm-hmm flustered not prepared and you know it just came to a point where i had to like sit down with mom and i'm like okay 
there's we need a system for you guys because whatever you have isn't working. Mm-hmm. I mean, we obviously see that and everybody, all the teachers see that. All the teachers are not necessarily complaining, but concerned because you know it's a village. Why is she... we're also helping raising your kids so now yes. we're concerned why so-and-so is falling behind in all routines why she's you know coming to class late that all triggers trickles down and it's not like we're trying to police the parents or you know no no i'm gonna no. send you to bonita for the principal because that's sometimes <laughs> that's what it feels like like look we've had our talks but Let's it's to help you know yeah, yeah it may be a need where they don't express a need where they just need help or yeah. some guidance. No, like and it was do. so great. Like we, you know, cause I was able to talk to her from like mom to mom, like this is what I did. And I straight up, maybe parents, maybe you, you know, let us know if you need a schedule printout. But I mean, I literally just printed out cause even with Amariah, you know, my daughter, she's five. Valentina's three. She's here twice a week, my three-year-old. And Amariah's in six hours right now at five years. I know, a little crazy. She's in but. more hours than her age, okay. <laughs> get into the studio and train no um but so you know my mom and my dad they are the caregivers when we're here and so they need to also be on the same page Uh and they need to know what is going on and so I try to make it as clear as possible so I mean I have a printout so this is basically what I talked with mom about we're going to print out a sheet and we're going to say you know and and then so she could look at it too the dancer because she's Mm -hmm. now of age where she needs to look at it and know like if she doesn't have something that's on her like that's not mom at the yes at the end of the day but you know what I mean um and so so anyway so I was just kind of talking to her because it was like well she's here and then then my mom doesn't really know when to bring her and I'm like well because you haven't communicated it clearly communication (laughs) just solves so many problems yes it does so (laughs) you know so so then you know granted it was even those little conversations can help and Mm -hmm. I think it is a lot Monday, what time are you here? Tuesday, what time are you here? Wednesday, And it's not whatever. like it's consistent like a nine to five. It's like, okay, today no. you start at 4.30 and end at eight. Tomorrow you go from five to seven. Yes. And, you know, and it's jazz and tap. And, and then Wednesday yes. you need a ballet and a bun. and hairstyles mm-hmm. for all of those. Yes. Yep. For sure. So so it is, it is a lot. But again, I think if parents can just have a family meeting, get on the same page, who's take, you know, what is the plan? If we've invested in her being here or him being here on the Monday from five to six, how are we effectively getting her here, mm-hmm. him here, Monday from five to six? Prepared with everything, homework done, boom, whatever. Yeah. Because that child does need that support. And it's to be the obviously to be the best that they can be. And then of course if you're if you're wanting more, you're investing more, more time, more everything, then more management comes with that too. It's just I mean, just like the studio, at one point I was the only teacher. Mm-hmm. wasn't a whole lot to manage myself. You know what I mean? Then as you, as there's more, there's a lot more to manage. There's a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the communication has to be even that much more clear and effective. So, I'm, I mean, I just think back, I would say, where would you say the threshold is from like, I guess 16, right? Really? When, when, the tra- when it'll transition? I think there can still be some some responsibility but i'm saying in terms of like really laying it to the to the student i would say would be around 16. yeah because by that point they're what a sophomore junior so in their education it's getting a lot more strenuous and it's they're you know transitioning into maybe honors or ap and that's also going to require and working some of our students do have a job Mm -hmm. you know they're trying to get cars so that's now forcing them to grow up it's Mm -hmm. no longer oh mom i have class okay that's great go yeah you know you were mm-hmm. supposed to be there because then if you're working in high school your employer is not going to say oh you were late today it's okay like yeah those things 
start at an early age but really take off like before they get out of college or before yeah. they get out of high school so that's what we're trying to instill and i wanted to backtrack a little bit it has nothing to do with i have you know 14 i don't know 14 maybe like six people in my family that's a lot <laughs> Over here with uh, the- that was my grandma <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um you know ver- the one kid in the household versus the four or the five kudos to you for being able to manage that but also you know you can really make that an educational point in your family and not make it because I hear from uh, my younger students like, oh, well, I have, you know, this many siblings and they're busy and blah, blah. Get them involved. Get them involved in helping mm-hmm. you. If you're the older sibling, you know, this is a really good time for you to own up in that role because, sorry, as an older sibling, a lot of weight does fall on you. Yeah. But that can be a beautiful transition later in your life if you just understand that at an early age rather than it being a burden. Or for the parents, oh, I have so many kids and they have so many responsibilities. That's a great opportunity to educate them to be responsible and make it something that the family is involved in, not mm-hmm. something that they feel like oh well she has dance today and she has a competition and it's a burden oh no because then as they get it's a (laughs) it's a great time that (laughs) sounds fun to me (laughs) because then at the end of it you have all those people that supported you i mean family you know yeah it's through thick and thin but you have all those people who supported you and understand Mm -hmm. all of the hard work that goes into dance because i think sometimes people are like oh let's just dance no this is a lifetime Uh, like once you start at three you're committed and it's gonna help yeah i'm the same i'm like it's not just dance thank you yeah Mm -hmm. and it helps propel you for how you really are going to be as an adult and then eventually you know starting your own family and how you're going to like this is a yeah. transition we see yep. that and as a teacher i see amra she has her own checklist maybe not like a physical one but she had miss z i have hip-hop next so i need to go like when i'm running over i'm like oh okay go ahead do you have yeah. your clothes my clothes <laughs> in the bathroom oh okay she's so well put yeah. together at a young age yeah and there's nothing wrong with that it's not like it's gonna push her over the edge to be like i'm too overly committed i think yeah. she can now be a leader for her teammates and i see that in other you know girls in her in her age group because the parents are invested with you have you know x y and z to do today you need to make sure you're on top of it and it's from a loving like preparation it's not mm-hmm. overbearing it's not letting you fail it's not i'm too busy to handle you know my kid right now i think it's a really cool thing to see parents be able to be involved and help them just be responsible kids when they get older because then you get into that teen category and they're, you know, falling behind in class or yeah. they're um, late. And the tardiness, because I am, you know, I see it firsthand with these kids as their teachers, the tardiness really does, like, get oh, them flustered. Yeah. And it's Everybody not. Everybody flustered. And parents, I tell you this, it's not just, you know, the five minutes they walk in. It really does affect them the whole class. It's hard to get them out of that mindset of, well, my mom and I had an argument before we came to class or my dad, you know, didn't show up today and my brother did this, like, how you leave how your kids leave that car is how we're getting them for the duration the duration of the class yeah so you really have to i want to say treat it like education you know you're going home they're coming home to you with homework you're sitting there trying to help them with their homework treat their dance schedule the same way if they have you know class they have cheer practice in the morning obviously you're going to pack their bag for practice in the morning and pack their school bag or you know help them Mm -hmm. do the same thing or make it an educational moment where you can teach them how to do that same thing with dance. Okay, you have ballet today. Let's pack your bag. Let's get you your snacks. Mm-hmm. That is something that any parent can do, whether you have one kid or you have five. That's something yeah. you guys can all do together and probably get it done, you know, within 30 minutes to an hour. I say that gently because I know you guys have lives and friends and jobs. So no, yeah, yeah. I don't know where you are on your schedule. But from a teacher standpoint, when it comes to competition, those kids are either going to make it or it's going to break their performance on stage. And I've seen yeah. it multiple times going into our fifth season. I've seen it where, you know, oh, we left our belt. Oh, we left our earrings. Why are you leaving these things? So by that point, you're not going to get the nice, you know, go happy teacher. You're going to get the one who's like focused yeah. on edge because it's competition. And then 
how we react to those kids is going to affect them on the stage. Right. So it's all, like you said, a domino effect that really does affect them. So then that can burn them out when they're 16 or it can help them if it can fuel the fire and propel them into the next season of life Mm -hmm. when they're 16 because that's when it really takes off, like we said. Agreed. And I just recently, oh man, so I only teach a couple classes now. One of them is with the older kids. Um, It's a level three class and it's a mix of, they're like 12, 12 and up, 12 to Mm -hmm. 18. Uh, it's a five o'clock class. I don't feel like it's a, you know, I don't feel like it's a very early class to have to attend. And obviously I'm always here on time. Yeah, yeah. we're here. We're here on time we're all here. the time. Where are we're here at 1230. <laughs> but anyways, so, you know, I had three out of hmm, 12, I think. Very noticeable. On time, like on time, five o'clock, the door closed. I had three standing in the room. I'm irritated already because I only have three dancers of 12 and we have things that and, we need to get done yeah and most I don't want to I don't know how many of them drive I maybe knew one was going to be late one had communicated either to me or to the studio that they were going to be late and that's it so you know that's it that's the only one I know of that should have been late and I would have been okay like okay cool walk on in everybody else where are you at you mm-hmm. know so they all get in and then I basically you know proceeded to explain to them how You're one minute late, you're two minutes late, you're four minutes late, you're five minutes late, you know, all the way up to however many minutes that they were late and then explained why it is so crucial for them to be be in here. I I even had a TA transitioning from another um, class. She had just finished TAing and she comes straight to my class, but she was like kind of moseying to get to my class. Mm -hmm. And so I literally was like, no, you have one minute after that class is done to get into my class. Like, that's it. And and so so I just felt like if it was happening in my class, it for sure is happening, you know. And these are mostly, these, this group was specifically more, mostly company kids, but not all. And so I just basically explained to them, like, your character, this, it, how you are right now and these, you know, um, whatchamacallit, like responsibilities or not responsibilities. The sense of urgency, the lack of urgency. Lack of urgency and just basically your habits, excuse me, there we go. Your habits that you're developing right now mm-hmm. are going to be your habits. Yep. So you either need to know that at five o'clock, if, if you're, and oh, so one girl specifically was like, well, I'm, you know, I'm late because my brother couldn't, my brother got home from work late or whatever. And I said, well, did you call? No. Well, where were you at at 4.55? Were you here at 4.55 or were you at home still at 4.55? I was at home. So you knew by five you were Mm going to be late. If it's 4.55 and you're still at home. Or stuck in traffic. Or something. Things happen. You need to, yeah, then communicate. So then my, then my next point was basically, then you need to communicate. I should have known that you were going to be late and why you were going to be late, not just that you showed up and interrupted my class late. So these girls got a pretty good, you know, clear like expectation. And if they were late moving forward, every, you know, they were calling. And and again, and I just think too, like they, we need to be, like we say, and we always say, you're not gonna be excused for those things in the future. Like we know, we already know. Your parents know, we know that's not how it is. So we expect the same thing and this is how we're running yeah. the studio here too. Like there's, that's There's respect. no coddling in yeah, the real world. I learned no. that very quickly. So yeah. that's why we come down hard on these kids. And, you know, I've had, they, they know me by now. Um, but I try to express that at the beginning, especially if they're new, 
most of these company kids, I've been with them for four years now, so they know. And sometimes even then they still get a little comfortable because mm -hmm. they know and they've mm -hmm. had me for three, four years. So then I have to restate that. But um, when we're reprimanding your kids on that, it's not to tear them down. It's to say like, hey, wake up call. Because if you're late for your SAT, that's it. You won't even be through the door. If you're late for, and you can't call ahead and say, hey, something happened or, mm -hmm. you know, if you're late for some, something important, some prior engagement, you, you can't do that in the real world. And that's what we're trying to instill. If you're late to a, con let me point it this way. If you're late to a convention, I've seen multiple teachers call you out in the middle of the class of, you know, 300 kids mm -hmm. and sit you down because yeah. that is disrespectful to their class. That is disrespectful to the teacher in their time. Even if you paid for it, they'll sit you down because they can do that. They have yeah. the control of the room and that's what we're trying to save you from before you get into the, <laughs> we're really that. trying to help y'all. No, yeah. no, yeah, for sure. But again, and you know, for most of that class too, it did fall on a lot of the rides and a lot of that situation. But again, we the, still need to know the communication is huge. So it's like communicate, you know, and then again, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I just, we want to also commend like the parents that are just those kick butt parents, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That are man working or not i mean w working in the sense of like a job or working as like managing your household which is that's a whole nother oh that's a whole nother job <laughs> situation yeah it is and um but just being able to keep everything like be on top of everything volunteer here mm -hmm. with us or you know just just involved always help, helping out lending extra hands and then we just can see those kids that are thriving yeah and you know even I mean? holding it together i have um a student where she's just so responsible and brings such a beautiful presence and atmosphere to her group mm -hmm. and obviously not just one person is you know the make or break of this team but it really does trickle down because mm -hmm. you know she's gone through so much and i would have never known that had she not told me but you know the way that her family is you know running their household and just you're making it you're showing your kid an example of like okay mom or dad, grandma, whatever, has so much going on in our life and or this is, you know, our hardship and this is what's happening, but I'm still gonna put on my best face for my kid to show them that we're still okay, we still have faith, we're gonna get through this. And they walk in knowing like, okay, no matter what happens, they got me, God's got me, whatever it is, mm -hmm. you, you know, I can, I can take on this day. And I think that just makes them so much stronger as a kid and then it's gonna make them so much stronger as, a, as an adult later too. So, you know, those parents who are going through stuff and none of us know, it's really, you know, showing in a positive light in your kid because you're not showing them that you're going through whatever it is and they're coming in here feeling secure. They're feeling like I can put on my best face. I can, you know, you know, do the best I can in class today because my parents enabled, like gave me that, I don't know how to say it. They gave me that feeling, gave me that confidence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, because that, yeah, that girl's phenomenal. She just has nice. such a beautiful present. I let her know as much as I can because yeah, for she's, sure. con you know, she's consulted with me just things that have gone on. I'm like, I would have never known you're so strong. And I think that goes a long way as opposed to, oh, well, today this happened and I can't do that. Yeah. And I get it. Uh. I get it. <laughs> baby girl, baby boy, I get it. Things happen. Get it together. But we still have a job to do. We get in here. We got to yeah. do it right. And we yeah. have competition. And, you know, there's yeah. other things that go on. And yeah. Again, we always reference when you get older and you go into your jobs, same thing. Mm -hmm. Employers understand, but X, Y, and Z has to get sold today, or we have yeah. to, you know, make this this quota. Things have to happen. That's what we're trying to instill. Yeah, we understand things happen. We understand you're going through a lot, but don't let that adversity overtake you to where you can't, you know, fulfill your job or fulfill your duty. Yeah, as dancer or adult, whatever it is. And I remember, um, it's a funny story. 
my first, I probably maybe have shared it and probably have told the kids. Like, have you guys heard this story before? Sometimes we'll just be telling y'all a life story just in the middle of class. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, But this was pretty crucial for me, like, as my first professional dance job. I I was dancing with the Mercury, so the hip-hop squad, hip-hop team, whatever here. I I had made the team in, I was a senior in high school, March, but we didn't start rehearsal, I think, until maybe May or something like that. Um, so I went from studio and then oh like, yeah, yeah, I was in the studio and then like straight into that job, which was like me who was, had just, tur- I turned 18 in, in March, um, into like a team with all these hip hop people that like, I don't know anything about hip hop. Wait, stuck. Oh yeah. And some of them had kids already. And I was like, uh, okay. Just like, I'm a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and didn't know anything about hip hop at all. But anyways, that's a whole nother story for a different day. My my point is, I had a coach that was she was a she was pretty intense. Her name was Maggie. Um, Maggie, I won't forget her. <laughs> but um, I remember. So I was eighteen, a senior. Dry, I would drive down to the arena. We had rehearsals there a couple times a week, and I was running late, or I was late. Um, for practice. I can already like feel my heart <sighs> racing for you because <laughs> I, oh, God forbid I was late for my college practices. Oh my gosh. The whole team was running. I was so humiliated. Uh-huh. Like, and I like will never forget it either. And it just really put me in my place in terms of being on time. But I mean, yeah, she, she totally embarrassed me like in front of everyone. I was like the new kid, you know, this young kid thinking I'm super cool and whatever made the team. But yeah, that, you know what I mean? In terms of like professional dance coming in as a part, you know what I mean? And same thing, everything's on hold until everyone gets there. Like Mm -hmm. it, it just messes up morale. It messes up everything. Yeah. It just is a whole, a whole thing. So, um, I just remember talking to the kids about that a lot more my older kids you know too but but again just that we choreographers don't want to work with dancers that they're again no urgency they're not professional they can't take direction they got to be coachable like these are all things again that we're we're teaching but a lot of all of that starts at home too like lessons when your kids are you know complaining about certain things or maybe not getting a front spot or not getting highlighted for something or not getting who knows what it could be you know but then actually sitting down and taking a moment to explain how could how can we get if that is a goal how can we do that what do we need to work harder in not like oh yeah well you know because that person just always gets it no 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 there's a reason yeah. you know what i mean there's a commitment there's a discipline there's a always showing up there's a hard work involved there's you know what i mean and using those moments as teaching moments for the kids at mm-hmm. home you can be coachable. Go in there with a good attitude. You know, I'm always like, MRI's running out the door. You ask your teacher if you can help her. You make sure you be quiet. You, you know, we're saying a prayer. Like we're, this is just like for school, but in general too, like, you know, you, you don't want, I'm not trying to be embarrassed by the way my kids. Me. Yeah, like you better <laughs> act right and, yep. you know, be responsible and, you know, all those things. And so, I mean, I think as a parent, that's, we share that, that, those characteristics. So, um, so anyways, yeah, I just, I think the parents, obviously, it starts at home. It always starts at home. The home is where, you know, that's where it is. That's mm-hmm. where the love, that's where the discipline, that's... And then from there, we are the extension of that parenting, that coaching, that teaching. Um, and if we can all do it together, then it's... That child will be, you know what I mean, the greatest. So um, thank you, parents, for, for all of your support. Thank you for all of your time. 
commitment, everything that you do put in into your children. We adore them. We, you know what I mean? We know that they're working hard. Um, and yeah, we're just excited to be along with the journey, on the journey with them. Thanks for trusting us with your kids. Their dance journey. <laughs> if you need a printout of your schedule to give to your caregiver. Send us an email. <laughs> let us know. To your grandparents <laughs> or whoever's helping raise um, your children while you're working. Or if it's you. Yeah. <laughs> and you just need one. No, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're obviously here to, to support and help and, and just to continue educating our, our families and, yep. and dancers and all that good stuff. So anything else you had? Uh, I had a story of when I was late. That was it. Oh, oh go, go, Okay, go. so <laughs> what happened was, because it, yeah, <laughs> I'll go fast. Um, it was my first year on the dance team. Uh, GCU dance team. I'll just yeah. close it. My coach knows. <laughs> yeah, she was yeah. there. Um, we had a parade. So no. yeah, now you guys can research. But we had a parade, and it. I don't know why parade call times are like before the sun even comes up. But oh my gosh. yeah, I overslept my four alarms, and the girls were already on the bus. I'm not even kidding. I think our call time was four thirty or five in the morning, oh and gosh. I overslept all my alarms. My big sister's calling me. I don't know how I slept like a rock. Probably because it was like in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah. And I. Like, I think I injured my back running to the, like, I was sprinting. I was sweating and crying. Makeup was not on. Oh running to the bus because if not, like, I'm gone. I You know, yeah, yeah. the bus was the only transportation to the drop point. I was so embarrassed. Like, oh my gosh. it was one of those things where we have something to do. We're going to punish later. Yeah. So that's what, like, sucked. Waiting for the punishment. Oh. The dancer miles that come with when you leave something as simple as a jacket or an earring. But, you know, it throws off the whole team yes if one of our kids leaves an earring we're all not wearing earrings now so yeah. it's not just well it's just an earring or it's just a shoelace like no, no now everyone it messes up the whole Every, you know morale the, the report aesthetic. everything yeah. that goes into it but anyway don't be late y'all because um your coaches after studio life they're not merciful <laughs> i love my coach and like that situation <laughs> no, yeah. really like mm -mm. got it straight and I, it was my well, first now year you're dealing with adults yes. professionals yes. you know and, and then there's really no excuse right but that now was my first year kinda, yeah, yeah didn't do anything like that again yeah no those are those are those traumatic kind of but life-changing you know what i mean get it together there's no coddling this isn't i'm not your mom and dad you know what i mean type of mm -hmm. So, um, and I think one of our security guards like drove me to the bus. It was so far on <laughs> like, campus. I'd I'm run scared for you to see your coach. <laughs> I'd run from my dorm, which is on one side of the campus and then run to the bus. And it was cold. It was, oh, it was for, um, I think it was like the new year's Eve parade oh, yeah. or something. So it was oh, freezing. freezing. Oh, it's a great time. Oh I my do gosh. That again. So that's our podcast for today. <laughs> dance moms, dance dads, just, you know, some feedback and, and love it from you guys or for you guys from. <laughs> hope this is beneficial and I hope you guys can sit down and listen to this with your dancers so they just know, you know, yeah. where their teachers are coming from. For we sure. love y'all. We do. And we'll be back with we don't know. The next topic. A, no, a next topic. Send us your, your topics that you would like us to share about. I mean, we have our own ideas, but we want to hear from you guys too. So yes. let us know. Until next time. Bye. Bye.